On today's show, we're sharing a few financial planning do's and don'ts featured in the most iconic sitcoms ever and offering tips to help you maximize your savings along the road to retirement. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Jules. Welcome once again to your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, and we have a full studio for dual financial strategies once again. And we have Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel each and every week uh, with a retirement lifestyle review that can, they can offer you at no cost, no obligation. But uh, we're going to have a little fun this week, as Sam said before the break. Now, Hollywood's on strike, uh, certainly with uh, <laughs> this taping, the after SAG and uh, uh, those uh, people. Uh, but... Nobody uh, notices anyway. Yeah, there sure. you go. I was sure Andy. Care, you took the <laughs> Sam and Andy took <laughs> took the thoughts right out of my mind, and you're absolutely right. But we're going to play a little game with people when they were recording and we're yeah. doing things. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, portray some small screen uh, things, cautionary tales, if you will, about money and finance and investing, and countless cautionary tales to choose from. We've got a number of celebrities here just like Sam, Andy, and Luke. And on a previous show, uh, we actually covered lessons from the silver screen at one time. So now it's time to turn our attention to uh, some beloved classic sitcoms and the financial planning uh, lessons from each of them uh, to assist us along the road to retirement. So it's going to be fun here. So back by popular demand. Uh, They turned the tables on me last week, you remember. They asked me questions, but this time... Uh, the advisors will take the hot seat to provide some commentary on each. So, uh, Sam, you're going to start it off. Are you ready to dive in? Ready to go, Chuck. And then you're going to react to what, uh, I guess, uh, Jerry Seinfeld has to say here. Grab a cigar, boys. Yeah, it's time to celebrate. Let's just say that I don't have to worry about working for a while. A long while. That's funny, because I haven't seen you working for a while. A long while. And you're not going to, because I'm hanging it up, boys. I'm retiring. From what? From the grind. I mean, who needs it? You know, I've accomplished everything I've set out to do. What's that? Oh, bought myself a little retirement gift. Gold watch. Ooh. Oh, so gold watch. Are those days gone, Sam, where you get that gold watch when you retire? Those well, Hollywood I actors are gone. I haven't met anybody in a long time, or maybe like ever. <laughs> that kind of, yeah, pensions and gold watches. Uh, those are pretty much a thing of the past. So when you retire today, you're going to need to retire uh, with your own with your own money and with your own ability to be able to make it uh, through that retirement. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and you can expound on that a little bit now. How things have changed in the past. Now I remember, uh, my dad was an entrepreneur. He uh, was actually in the dry cleaning business, and then he went into uh, advertising sales. So he really. Uh, didn't have a retirement plan through work, and maybe that was that generational thing. I was a little different. We had 401ks uh, and IRAs uh, to convert over to. So, I mean, for young people today, uh, as they look ahead to retirement, Sam, uh, what should they be looking for? I mean, somebody in their mid-40s right now, say they've gotten uh, uh, laid off from a job, they've had 401k money from a company, uh, what would you advise? You wouldn't want them to tap into it uh, at this time unless uh, they've got to find another job. And, uh, you know, in this economy, maybe that's difficult. 
Yeah, you got to keep putting money into that 401k plan, even though it allows you to take loans out of it. That is not an emergency slush fund, friends. You have to have that secondary emergency slush fund available to you in the case of a job loss, or maybe it's a short-term disability that you're not covered on, or you get laid off. You know, there's so many different things that can happen. But yeah, please, if you're younger like that, do not tap into that 401k. That is not a that is not a place to go to take a loan because, uh, unfortunately. The more you tap it, the more convenient it gets, the easier it gets. Uh, and the odds that you're ever going to refill that, quote unquote, uh, are not particularly good. Right. So that clip again was from uh, Seinfeld, where Kramer explains to George or Jerry that he's celebrating his retirement in style. So, Sam, uh, how does this relate to financial planning on your end? And, of course, as we just mentioned, uh, gold watches are few and far between. If you want one, you'll have to go on a Rolex PGA Tour, I guess, and win the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you want to retire on your own terms. You want to retire the way that you want to retire. That's why we call it a retirement lifestyle, because everybody's lifestyle and retirement is going to be different. Uh, but you have to you have to set yourself up for that. And that doesn't happen by accident. And uh, it's also not something that uh, you typically just decide one day you're going to do, uh, at least in our world. Uh, many times we're meeting with those of you that are still, you're still two, three, four, five years out from retirement. Many of you in your late forties right now. Uh, but a lot of our best relationships over the years have started like that. So just because you're not walking out of and into retirement today, uh, that doesn't mean you wouldn't want to give us a call and sit down with one of the advisors because, uh, we've helped many, many people throughout the years in both Appleton and the green Bay area, prepare themselves for that and start laying that road towards retirement so that when you arrive there, you're ready to go. Absolutely. And it's 866-203-7486. That's the number, 866-203-7486. All right, Andy, you're going to have a chance to hear from Fred Sanford now and a little bit about Social Security. I ain't cooking nothing. I'm retired. Retired? Yeah, I applied for Social Security. They paid high as $213.10. That's enough for me to retire. Are you crazy? They're not going to pay you that much because you haven't earned that much. Oh, yeah? Well, you wait and see. They pay you according to what you've earned. I ain't doing nothing for you and nobody else. You're looking at a man of leisure. Say, what, what's that number there? <laughs> Hello, Social Security. This is Fred Sanford. And what I want to know is, how much will I be getting every month? How much? How come? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> how you want your aid? <laughs> the incomparable <laughs> Red Fox. Of course, Sanford and Sons, uh, that was very, very popular. And, uh, of course, the late Red Fox uh, was a terrific. Uh, he would grab his chest and say, oh, the big one's coming. But here, Andy, in this scene, Fred Sanford explains his plans to retire after learning that, uh, you know, those Social Security benefits he potentially stood to gain would uh, not give him enough to retire in peace. Because maybe you can explain that situation so, and your thoughts about how this relates uh, to the world of financial planning, because there may be uh, a, a vanishing number of people uh, who believe that uh, Social Security is all they're going to need every month once they retire. Well, I think that that's changed a bit in most people's thoughts. Yes, in some cases, Social Security absolutely can cover most people's expenses if they live within their means. Now, that doesn't mean it gives you any extra cushion because for most people it doesn't. And for most people it's not. And for those of you that have worked really hard and you retired with a good income, Social Security is absolutely not going to cover your expenses. So um, it is few and far between that can really be completely okay with Social Security alone. Uh, and then just from a standpoint of, you know, most of you have just really worked incredibly hard. You are going into retirement with decent income streams um, from your 
your job. And so what are we going to do to turn that on? Because most of you do not want to take such a lifestyle cut um, that would be required to live on Social Security. And if you are single, then you only have one Social Security check coming in. So that can be a big difference as well. Um, so these are all things that we need to consider when looking at your retirement nest egg and what it's going to take for you to retire. Part of that, of course, is going through your budget and knowing how much your lifestyle costs, especially if you can do that prior to retiring. So if you do a pre-retirement budget and a post-retirement budget, what's the difference? How is that going to look? What is your, how much of that is going to be Social Security and how much of an income gap do you have and how much pressure do you have to put on your retirement nest egg um, in order to stay up with inflation, particularly right now, and to stay in par with what you need for taxation. So these are all questions that need to be discussed when putting together a plan um, that's going to be flexible enough to fit your lifestyle because let's face it, you are likely very likely to live into your 80s, well into your 90s, perhaps. And so we have to plan for a 30 plus year retirement and make sure that you have what you need. All right. What's amazing about Fred Sanford was how quickly he got to the Social Security office. I don't think anybody answered yeah, the, the phone yeah, that, that quickly anymore. Yeah, that doesn't happen like that. <laughs> yeah, not today. All Good right. Point. And of course, you're 35 years. You can always go on the internet, which of course was not conceivable back then. All right, Luke, nope. we're uh, going to go to uh, one of the other great sitcoms, uh, of our society and boy how society's changed because i don't know if shows like uh, sanford and son uh, or this one all in the family would would play today but you know too bad uh, they should they're classics and now uh, we're going to hear uh, about inflation this family union's about to go on strike because of the high cost of living that this administration promised to bring down six years ago you listen to your president you know that he had the answer to inflation the country's got to produce more goods. Then we got to have a little more unemployment. So when there's more goods to buy and less people who can afford to buy the goods, then the prices will come down. Okay, and that sounds like Jimmy Carter's era to me, uh, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mike Stivick, of course, meathead, tries to go toe-to-toe with his father-in-law, Archie Bunker, in this clip. Uh, again, inflation. Uh, he learns a very important lesson from the father-in-law. About, uh, but, but what do you think? Was Archie's analysis... Uh, uh, spot on and does it apply today well i think it sounded all too familiar given what we've gone through over the last you know year or two years um i mean it sounds like i mean that's what we've been hearing all over the place is inflation this inflation that um and rightfully so to some level but i do feel like um there's quite a bit of polarizing views when it comes to inflation Um, many people you know we've lived through and have seen the the really high inflation and so that mentality that hey we're going to have 6 7 8% inflation from now until the time we pass away when it comes to retirement planning I don't know that that's so accurate, right? Um, And then I think we do have a number of people on the other side of the coin that say, "Eh, maybe they're not too concerned about inflation. They're not thinking about inflation. They're not they're not including it in a retirement plan. so we, we've got to find a happy medium with that. We don't want to be overly zealous about inflation and completely like blow up a retirement plan because we're we're being unrealistic. But we, we also don't want to bury our head in the sand and say, hey, that this isn't a factor at all. So we want to we want to include inflation into our expenses. And the other uh, thing that's important when it, when we're talking about inflation is it, sometimes inflation has a positive impact on um, our income or something like that, because in particular with Social Security, um, Andy was just talking about Social Security. 
as of right now in 2023, there is still a cost of living adjustment associated with Social Security. So the payment you receive the first day you call in to set up Social Security, even though it won't be as quick as that phone call we just heard, um, is not the payment you're going to be receiving down the road 5, 10, 15, 20 years. All right. Uh, again, it says Sam Duell and Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel reacting to Hollywood here on our segment here of your retirement. And it's very simple to uh, make that phone call to get a no-cost, no-obligation assessment of your retirement plans as you're heading into that retirement red zone by calling them at 866-203-7486. Uh, that's 866-203-7486. No-cost, no-obligation and remember that uh, Sam Duell is in the second printing of his book, Purpose Determines Placement. You'll get a copy of that as well. So don't procrastinate. Uh, get that retirement lifestyle review for you at 866-203-7486. Sam, we had a lot of fun with that, and I guess it's going to continue in the next segment. Yeah, you bet. After the break, we'll dive back into the financial planning mistakes of your favorite sitcom characters and explore how you can avoid them in your financial future. Stick around. Back on your retirement, I'm Chuck Caton, along with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel of Duell Financial Strategies. They've had over 22 years of experience here in retirement planning for you in the Fox Valley. Uh, they've got offices in Green Bay and Appleton, and their number is 866-203-7486. Wow, we had a lot of fun uh, in that first segment making fun of the Hollywood strike, but more specifically with the, some of the uh, classics uh, of uh, comedy uh, back 40, 50 years ago. And there are a lot of examples here of uh, financial planning faux pas in Hollywood. Uh, and uh, audiences uh, like yourselves out there can learn from this. And learning, by the way, uh, from our favorite sitcom characters is a safer alternative, I'd have to say, to learning a costly lesson firsthand. Don't let that happen to you. Don't mess up your retirement. So with that said, here's some lessons, uh, more challenging than others to grasp, which is why uh, we have an expert ready to weigh in. That expert is Sam Duell in the first one, Andy Schooler for the second one, and then the third one will, of course, be with Luke Van Abel. So, Sam, are you ready to dive back in once again? Ready to go, Chuck. Okay, we're going to go to another classic with the Golden Girls. I mean, I love Dad, but you're the one who's always been there for oh, me. Honey, you don't have to worry. I'll always be there for you. I'm glad to hear that, Ma, because I ran out of cash. I need to borrow $30. $30? Michael, you're an adult. Do you really want to beg your mother for $30? All right, fine. Forget it. You know, I, I hate this. Whenever I need money, you make me feel like I'm asking. All right, all right, all right. Uh, but look, all I have is two twenties. Great. We can get appetizers. Okay, let's jam. That's my boy. That's my dad. <laughs> That's my money. There you go. Golden Girl. You know, I have to admit, Sam, I never really watched it, but uh, the, the person I liked the most on it was the venerable Betty White. And I know yes. B. Arthur played Dothy uh, Zabonik here. Uh, and she has trouble saying no to her son when he's asked for money, of course, to go out to dinner with the father. So... What do you have to say about this, and what can we learn from this? Because it may not be walking in the front door and asking for parents' money. It may be sitting in their basement right now and yeah. asking for money and more. Yeah, you can't uh, – sometimes it's, it's a hard thing to say, and sometimes it's an even a more difficult thing to hear, but uh, you cannot sacrifice your retirement or your retirement lifestyle for your children. 
Um, it's not fair to you. And candidly, it's not fair to them. Uh, you know, now he's asking for 40 bucks, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, some a child gets into trouble. Uh, the first thing we want to do is to help and assist. Uh, but you can't start making house payments and doing all of that sort of stuff and, and putting your retirement in jeopardy because of that. And we've seen, unfortunately, we've seen myriad examples of that throughout the years uh, with different people where um, they literally imperiled their ability to be able to remain uh, retired uh, for their children. And uh, like I said, it's, I guess it's tough love and it's awfully, awfully hard thing to do, but you've got to remember that that money is there to finance your 25 or 30 years of retirement. And in very few cases that I've ever run into, are you able to both support your lifestyle and someone else's with that savings? Well, the biggest difference between then and now is uh, he's not borrowing 20 or 30 bucks. It might be 50 or $100 today uh, with yeah. inflation the way it is, right? I mean, yeah. And, it, you know, it's so borrowing some money is one thing, but, you know, <laughs> dipping into dipping into retirement portfolios and things for thousands is, uh, is quite another. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. All right. Uh, we're going to go uh, here, Andy, to uh, another Hollywood clip, and it'll come from Parks and Rec. Now, I have to admit, I have never heard of this program, but uh, Parks and Rec Ron is going to discuss an estate plan here. You know, if you die and you don't have a real will, most of what you own will go to the government. Where is this lawyer you speak of? I've been talking to Ron about estate planning, and he is here to do some goodwill Hunting. I don't even need an exact number. Just ballpark it. That's all I need to get started. Or I'm sure the state government would love to use your money to hire more bureaucrats, maybe build a library. Fine. A ballpark figure. Thank you. God. Holy. Okay. Well, we, uh, you know, this is a family show, so we had to bleep that out. Uh, no question about it. Again, uh, it's Ben Wyatt, who's played by non-golfer Adam Scott, uh, explains to Ron Swanson, who's played by Nick Offerman, the dangers of not having an estate plan. Uh, and, of course, it's an important note. Uh, Ron's character really is a, a staunch libertarian, and the pair go to a, uh, as uh, they say, uh, some goodwill hunting, a little play on that uh, wonderful film that was uh, uh, set in Boston, Massachusetts, as to why an estate plan is so important. Now, why uh, is that, Andy? Why, tell our listeners why it is, is so important as part of your retirement plan to have a solid estate plan. Well, so this gets into a number of different parts and pieces that are important to retirement. So from a standpoint of whether you need a trust or you need a will, this is a great place to get educated about that. So from a stand, we are not lawyers, um, but we work with attorneys all the time. And I think it is important to look at all of the aspects of your retirement planning portfolio. And one of those things is how do you get your stuff from you to the next generation or whoever you wish it to go to in the most efficient, usually tax efficient manner possible. So from that standpoint, you have to look at what assets you have, how are those going to go to the next generation or whoever you want them to go to as efficiently as possible. And that begs the question of, what do you actually have? So all of the things that you have in your home and your cars and your stuff and your mittens and your whatever, right? That all has to be dealt with when you pass away. And even before you pass away, components of a trust or a revocable trust generally are going to include things like power of attorney for your finance 
power of attorney for your medical? Who's going to make the decisions for you if you can't talk, but you haven't passed away? These are all parts of having a trust. And if you're young and listening to us and you have young children, now's a really good time to get a trust. And it seems like, oh, I won't need it till later. But God forbid, if anything happens to you and you pass away in a car accident and you have young children, you really need to have a plan established of who's going to get your kids, how are they going to take care of your children, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a number of different things to look at, no matter what age bracket you're in, whether it be retirement or younger, but still having some sort of plan to know that if something happens to you and you don't pass away, you have someone that can make decisions for you financially, you have someone that can make decisions for you medically, those can be different people. But you still need to have that. And then the stuff. How do you get the stuff to the next generation? How do you get your money most efficiently to the next generation or to a 501c3 that's tax-free? These are all components that we need to have discussions about and really determine what's most important to you and what's most important to your family. Absolutely true. And the only difference now uh, when you're looking at estate planning is uh, you talked about this, Andy, about taking care of your kids. If you pass away in your 30s and your kids are, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old and you've got that plan and then you're taking care of your kids later in retirement. Right. When they get to keep uh, the uh, uh, your retirement plan when you are in your 80s or 90s. And uh, they will benefit from that, and so will uh, your grandchildren. All right, Luke, uh, we'll wrap this segment up with uh, a little clip from The Office. Okay, the green bar is what you spend every month on stuff you need, mm. like a car and a house. That's so cool. I have my name at the top. The red bar is what you spend on non-essentials, like magazines, entertainment, right. things like that. This scary black bar is what you spend on things that no one ever, ever needs like multiple magic sets, professional bass fishing equipment. How did you do this so fast? <laughs> well, there you go. And, of course, that's Michael Scott with his accountant Oscar in that series, The Office. And Michael encounters some money issues, and uh, Oscar helps identify the problem and then demonstrates the damage that spending can do, particularly uh, when you don't have a budget. So, uh, Luke, what are your thoughts on this one, and uh, how does that relate to the world of financial planning? First of all, I was laughing here in <laughs> studio because... Uh, this show is quite funny, having sort of always worked in an office setting. Um, the the dynamics on that show are, are something else. Um, but as far as the topic at hand here and budgeting and, you know, Michael Scott sort of not being really aware of what's going on around him. Um, I think, you know, in particular, we talked, uh, they mentioned, Oscar mentioned, like a graph or something like that. And to some that might feel even overwhelming to think about like, well, I don't know how to use Excel or I don't know how to use a system that would, would build a graph. But, um, you know, the important part at this stage of the game is that you understand how much you're spending, how much do you need to live? Because it's a lot easier when you're working, um, to sort of not understand that number because, you know, you, you've continued to have this paycheck coming in. But once you go into retirement and that spigot shuts off and now we're living on fixed social security and now we're needing to take distributions from other places, it becomes really important to understand those numbers ahead of time. So um, the encouragement that we would all have is leading up to retirement you know, you don't have to build out a graph. You don't have to build out, you know, this in a spreadsheet unless um, you're the engineering type and you just you enjoy that fine level of detail. But just take a look at your credit card statements. Take a look at your debit card statements over the last 12 months. How much have you spent each month? And then divide it by 
that period of time. So let's say it's 12 months to get an average level of spending. And then from there, I think the big fear becomes, well, I don't want to know this information because someone might tell me a spouse or myself that, well, I can't spend money on this anymore. Yeah. But understanding what's coming in, what you're going to need in retirement, this is critical to how long your assets are going to last. So take do the exercise. Um, and then when you come in to talk to us, this is going to be a, a set the foundation for our discussions and how long your money's going to last. Absolutely. So Sam, give me 30 seconds on how you can help our listeners. Well, Chuck, we're very passionate about our belief that you deserve a confident, independent retirement. <clears throat> so we're inviting you to come in for a complimentary retirement lifestyle review. It'll help you determine how prepared your portfolio is to handle risks like inflation, stock market volatility, taxation, I mean, we often work for people who've saved over a million dollars for retirement, but if you are focused on building a retirement plan and if you're serious, then let's connect so that you can get a fact-based approach and better answers to your financial challenges and objectives. All right, and it's easy to uh, reach uh, Dual Financial Strategies, Sam, Andy, and Luke at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486, and you'll get that no-cost, no-obligation a retirement lifestyle review to see if you're on target with your retirement plans, all the necessities and the niceties that you want to have in retirement from either their Green Bay office or their Appleton office. So uh, if you're listening to us anywhere in the Fox Valley, uh, give us a call at Dual Financial Strategies at 866-203-7486. Well, that was fun. We're going to go back to conventional thinking, though, next. Yeah, you bet. So if you're looking for low-risk, high-reward alternatives to build your nest egg, that's not a problem. We've got you covered right after the break. And we are back here on Your Retirement. Chuck Caton here along with Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel, and, of course, Sam Duell of uh, Duell Financial Strategies, uh, where their phone number is 866-203-7486. Uh, you get that no cost, no obligation review about your retirement. So if you're in that retirement red zone, anywhere from five to seven years before you want to hang it up at whatever you do for a living, uh, why well, give them a call at 866-203-7486. All right, we're going to talk annuities here a little bit in a constantly evolving industry like the financial and insurance industry. There are some new options available, so certainly things that may not have been around 10 or 20 years ago uh, to uh, suit you uh, if you uh, hope to grow your bottom line over time, uh, but with limiting risk commonly associated with other investment vehicles, and that's what's good about them. It's a Swiss Army knife of asset classes uh, that might surprise you. So if you're looking for guaranteed income in retirement, uh, there's an annuity for that. Looking into access your investment within a 30-day period, well, there's an annuity for that as well. And if you're looking for a tax-friendly way to grow your money, there is an annuity for that. So uh, let's look to see what the unlimited contributions are in the go-go years here. Uh, and if you're looking for that, there is an annuity for that. So maybe you can explain all of those, Sam. Yeah, it's very true, Chuck. The The annuities of today are absolutely nothing like what you may have ever heard of with, uh, you know, maybe your father or your grandfather or uncle or cousin. Um, there are different types of annuities to suit different investors from across the spectrum, uh, whether that be a variable annuity, whether that be an immediate annuity, whether that be a fixed annuity, whether that be a fixed indexed annuity, and whether your retirement is decades away or you've been retired for decades already. That's why it's important to explore the actual value 
and the figurative approach that annuities can provide. Personally, folks, I've owned these for many years. Uh, Many of our clients have owned these for many years. We find that people that use fixed annuities or fixed indexed annuities in in, uh, uh, specifics are looking for basically a risk hedge. They're looking for a way to approach either a guaranteed rate of return or a way to access market indexes via fixed index annuities without having to shoulder all of the underlying risk. So you can you can use these as an independent asset class. You can use them as an enhancement to a stock portfolio. You can use them almost as a bond substitute if you want to. But aside from a protection mode, which is what most people are using fixed and fixed index annuities for today, aside from protection, annuities appeal to people across the board because many of them will carry a guaranteed rate of return, regardless of what the market does. If you need an absolute specific amount of income, you can buy these that will give you a predetermined guaranteed amount of income. So folks, I would probably tell you, if you're one of those people that just immediately turns up your nose at the word of the word annuity, um, I would suggest a little education. And I would suggest a little education in front of people like us that know and understand these asset classes that have been dealing in them both press personally and professionally for many, many years. And talk to people like that rather than a free chicken dinner seminar or even worse than that, Google. All right. Okay. Now, uh, we do know, Andy, that annuities are customizable. And uh, we'll talk about some of these here. With guaranteed income uh, to make sure you fund uh, the income that you need to generate in retirement. So that's a different uh, animal. I, you sit down and want to know what you need every month to maybe augment your Social Security. Uh, and uh, also there's an aspect of guaranteed principal protection. Why don't we talk about that? Yeah, so the we, we need to probably go back and clarify annuities a little bit in that there are fixed annuities which offer a fixed period of time. It's like a jumbo CD, basically. It's a longer term guaranteed income or guaranteed interest, excuse me, tool that you can choose three, five, seven years, whatever, and get a guaranteed interest rate. So that's one version of annuities. There is what's called variable annuities, which would be the polar opposite of those. These can be laden with fees. So you have to be really careful. Not only can they be heavy in fees, but you take all of the market risk. So they have what's called sub accounts, and those accounts are then tied to generally mutual funds. So the layers of fees are within the mutual funds, within the insurance product, as well as fees to the advisor that is selling them to you. So those should be taken very, very carefully into consideration because they may not be a good fit for you. We oftentimes see that as people have come in, they have I mean, the highest fees that I've seen on them have ranged anywhere from 4.64% to 4.9 something percent. That's pretty heavy in fees before you ever make anything, plus you're taking all of the market risk. So then we come back in the middle and we're going to call that a fixed indexed annuity. So you get to participate in some of the gains of the market with zero downside risk. These two, can have some additional fees in them depending if you were to get an income rider or a death benefit rider or some of these other nuances. Now, I don't know if you need any of those tools. So they can still be a very efficient tool that has zero risk if you aren't putting additional riders on them. So again, you have to educate yourself about what these are. These are not the annuities of yesteryear or 20 years ago um, that were very confusing and you know, people, I think, come to the table having heard of other people 
being or having problems with older annuities, and yet they won't educate themselves on what's available today because I'm telling you, they're incredibly different and incredibly versatile, and it really depends on what kind of a tool that you need. So even like pension plans are built on an annuity chassis. That's all they are. That's how they cover your guaranteed lifetime of income depending on how you take it out. So if pensions use the word annuity, I think people would not have as negative a connotation. It just depends on the type of annuity that you're dealing with. And so you have to be very clear on what it is that someone is across the table talking to you about and know and understand what's the worst case situation and know and understand what are good questions to ask. What are the fees? How much is that going to cost? What does that look like to you? So it's really just important that you have someone that's transparent and understands your retirement needs because it's it's not just about selling you a tool. It's got to be a good fit that will work with you for your lifetime. Yeah, and there's no reason to be scared of annuities because in a court of law, settlements are annuitized. You've got lottery winnings. You know, you can get that either in a lump sum or uh, in annuitized payments. So a lot of function for annuities. So we're going to break down for some different situations here now uh, why it is important to use the right financial tool uh, to deliver your desired income. Uh, do you need that retirement income now? How much risk am I okay with? So we're going to do a little experiment now. We're going to start with Luke and uh, take a few characters from the previous segment. And you're going to walk through the process of determining which annuity would be best uh, to fit each character. We'll do this very quickly here. So we'll go with Michael Scott here, Luke, who's in his late 40s. He's a mid-level manager for a relatively small company that's got experience uh, uh, issues uh, with debt in the past. So uh, it's been kind of shaky. So what kind of an annuity would be good for him and why? Well, um, there's a lot we don't know here, but I'm going to assume if we're talking about Michael Scott, he's in his 40s. Um, Let's assume he's going to work another 20 years. You know, he's probably not going to be needing income. You know, that's not going to be a focus at this point. Um, down the road, 20 years, that might be the focus. But at this point in time, he's going to be looking more for accumulation. He's going to likely be looking for a safe place to position his money. Maybe it's a bond alternative. You know, we've seen quite a bit of volatility in the bond world, um, certainly last year with interest rates rising so fast. So if he just said, well, I want to take you know, that 20 or 30% that I would ordinarily have in bonds, maybe a fixed indexed annuity that can just accumulate, safely grow, not lose his position would likely be the best place okay. for him. Sam, what about George Costanza? Other than uh, trimming his wallet here, he's in his mid-30s, multiple jobs uh, for short periods of time in sales and real estate. So uh, what, if any, kind of annuity would be best uh, suited for him? Like Luke was saying, you know, it's hard to say with limited information, but uh, if George is just looking to save, then he would certainly want something that would be positioned more towards growth. Uh, if he's had multiple jobs in the past, uh, he could use uh, an account for some consolidation where he brings together some, uh, uh, you know, some 401k money that he might have put away. Uh, and typically, you know, an annuity uh, has some restrictions for withdrawal if it's a non-IRA or an IRA uh, that, you don't want to take money out of those prior to 59 and a half. You'd have a penalty for that. Uh, so that could be a good place for George to, uh, you know, to maybe start to consolidate some of those funds that he has. Okay. And then we're going to finally skip to Dorothy again from Golden Girls here for you, Andy. Uh, late 50s, early 60s is a teacher, supports her mother, shares a house with three roommates uh, to save rent, as we all know. So what annuity would be best suited for her? Boy, that's a tough one. I, we don't really have a benchmark for where she's at as far as what kind of a 
uh, monies that she has. So from a standpoint of um, she probably needs some liquidity because she might need to get some money out. So we would just have to address what type of annuity would give her the best annu- best liquidity that she could use. Um, and I don't know. I I would I would want some more information before I answer that question. Yeah, yeah. And you have to be careful too in a scenario like that. And I would I would tell anyone that's listening, uh, you know, regardless of how you feel about any particular asset class, when you're t- working with an advisor, and all they're recommending to you are annuities, that probably means that's all that they have to offer you. And unfortunately, uh, if if a carpenter's only tool is a hammer. Well, pretty quick, everything becomes a nail because it's all they have to do. So an annuity is not the answer for everyone. It is not the answer for every situation. It is right for some people. Properly structured, they can be very, very good. And we have people that are just ecstatic that they've owned these, especially people that, you know, own that type of an asset class and did not get their heads handed to them in 2022 market downturn. However, if you're working with an advisor that that's all they could do, you may or may not get an appropriate recommendation. We recommend you're working with a fiduciary. You're working with an investment advisory firm that can offer you all of the different asset class options, whether that be annuities or it be uh, uh, managed money portfolios, things in the stock market. You want someone that is comprehensive and very broad based. And the annuity is a part of their asset class tools for strategies and not the only thing they have to offer you. Absolutely, and that's what uh, dual financial strategies can do for you. They are wide-ranging, and they are fiduciary. So it's all about your retirement. Uh, So give them a call right now. No cost, no obligation. Sit down and see what's right for you uh, as you get set for retirement and uh, how to maximize your portfolio. It's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get that retirement lifestyle review because it's an all-encompassing, uh, situation that you need to uh, be aware of in your retirement. Well, that was fun. And I guess uh, we've got one more segment that's even more fun, Sam. Yeah, one more to go. Up next, as always, we've got questions from the listeners. That and more right after this. back here on your retirement. Chuck Caton here uh, with our final segment for Dual Financial Strategies. Uh, Their number again, 866-203-7486. And in studio again, Luke Van Abel, Andy Schooler, and of course, Sam Duell. And uh, we're all set to go. We've got five wonderful questions here from our listeners here in the Fox Valley. And uh, by the way, the Retirement right, Lifestyle Review is at no cost and no obligation. All right, we're going to start with Sam. Uh, we've got Donna in Greenville who uh, wants to know, besides qualifications and uh, fiduciary status, uh, what else do you recommend folks look for in an advisor? Donna, I would say the number one thing you should look for is fit. Is that advisor a fit for you? And are they you a fit for them? In other words... Are they doing what you need them to do? Here's an example. Um, We run into a lot of you that come in and visit with us, and you've been with your advisor for some of you for many years. But we hear the comment over and over from you, you know, Sam, we're getting towards retirement now. We know it's time to start planning. And from everything that we've read and from your book, Purpose Determines Placement, we're realizing that 
what we're about to do here is 180 degree polar opposite from what we've been doing. And we feel like it's 180 degree polar opposite from what our advisor is capable of. They've never talked to us about the need for risk assessments. They've never talked to us about what kind of income. They don't know anything about taxes. They've never addressed that situation with us. So you have to make sure as you're moving into retirement that that advisor is a fit. And the fit not only comes from a personality perspective, it not only comes from a, a, a staff perspective, do you feel welcome there, but it comes from do you believe that their qualifications will allow you to have the retirement that you want? Because I promise you what you're about to embark on when you go into retirement, as I said, is 180 degrees polar opposite. The, the things that you're going to need to focus on in retirement are not the things that you're going to need to focus on right now. And you need to have an advisor that recognizes that focus, that understands that focus, and more importantly, lives that focus. Someone that retirement is what they do. Absolutely. That is uh, the case. Again, uh, 866-203-7486 to find such people uh, like Sam, Andy, or Luke. All right, Andy, we've got Dale and Nina who says, I've got a friend who contributed to an IUL starting in her late 40s. And at 56, has amassed quite a lot of money for retirement. So what is uh, an IUL anyway? And who's eligible or a good fit for something like this? So that's a great question, Dale. Um, IULs are index universal life insurance plans. Now, depending on how they are built, this means you have to work with somebody who knows and understands how to properly structure these plans in order to provide you with lifetime income later on. So this is an interesting situation. Um, anybody technically can qualify if, and it's based on your health, if you're healthy enough. So from this standpoint, it is life insurance based, which means you are going to have to medically qualify for it. That doesn't mean if you're taking some medication for blood pressure or cholesterol, even in some cases, well-controlled diabetes or that you had cancer in the past, you can still possibly qualify. So this is a, a fantastic tool. Again, if you are working with someone who knows and understands how to build them properly, these can be a wonderful tax-free addition to your retirement savings later on. Um, so they grow tax-free if you don't use it for retirement. Those benefits are going to go on to your beneficiaries tax-free as well. So again, this can be a really phenomenal tool if it is built correctly. And I stress that often because I see them used quite a bit, um, I should say sold quite a bit, and unfortunately they're not built correctly or they have variable loan rates on them or any number of things that we can go through. But if you have questions about solutions that are based on tax-free income plans, this can definitely be a good model. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start one in your 20s, 30s, 40s. You can start one in your 50s, 60s, or even 70s, depending on what you want to do with your retirement accounts. So they can be built a number of different ways from a number of different money. If you have grandkids, this can be a phenomenal tool to help them learn to save money and also be working futuristically for their own retirements by contributing small amounts of money over long periods of time. So again, this can be a really incredible system if it is properly structured. All righty, great answer there. Now let's go to Johnny and De Pere for Luke, and uh, he asks a simple question. Uh, how much is a traditional 401k taxed, and is it worth trying to convert to a Roth? Hi, Johnny. 
Well, 100% of the distributions from a 401k are going to be taxable to you. So none of that money has been taxed before. You've received a tax deduction uh, for every contribution that you've made for probably many decades. And so therefore, when it comes time to taking distributions, you're going to be taxed at the tax rate um, with all of your other income. So you're going to be taxed as if you made that money at a job or a business. So you could see 10, 12, 22, 24, or even more percent um, coming from the federal government. And then, of course, the state of Wisconsin is going to get involved with taxes as well. Um, The other thing to consider, because this money is taxable and flowing out, uh, most people are then going to see their Social Security become taxable. Yes, Social Security, we've paid taxes on that already, uh, but you will likely have more taxes coming on your Social Security income. It can also increase your Medicare premiums and a variety of other things because, again, any dollar that flows out is taxable. Now, on the note of you know, converting money to Roth, it would be really hard to say um, over the radio waves here whether it's right for you. Um, making a Roth conversion certainly isn't like a blanket option for just everybody. But if we had a casual conversation about kind of your current income, what your future income could look like, expenses, the other assets you have, and desired goals for retirement, we could then determine whether taking money from you know, a 401k or an IRA, converting it, sliding over into that Roth would be the right decision. So reach out and give us a call if if that would be beneficial. All right. And that number is 866-203-7486. We want to find out about that, Johnny. All right. We're going to go to Swamico now. Sam and Mary Lee is there. Uh, he's got multiple retirement accounts subject to uh, those required minimum distributions. So she wants to know, how do I know when to take them and from where? Well, Mary Lee, um, required minimum distributions have gotten almost a little more simple throughout the years. Uh, the We've had some legislative changes, but the basic thing to remember about required minimum distributions is, number one, uh, you have to start taking them at this point in time um, after you turn 73 years old. So it's after your birthday. Um, let's say that you uh, let's say that you turn 73 this year. Well, you need to start taking required minimum distributions this year. You have until uh, tax due day, typically April 15th of the following year, to technically take that the very first year, but that would require that you take two distributions in one year, so that may not be to your advantage. But essentially, after we hit required minimum distribution age, you have to take one every year. Um, And in most cases, I know at least for us, uh, we just sit down and determine with you, uh, when would you like to receive your required minimum distribution? Is there a specific month that you would like to have this? Uh, uh, Do you want to have any taxes withheld from it? Any state taxes, any federal taxes? Uh, And then we just auto, just set that up as an auto situation to where it just happens for you every year. Uh, The second part of the question, where do you take them from? Well, in this uh, point, you can take it cumulatively from all of the IRAs. It used to be that you had to take an individual uh, distribution from each one. You no longer have to do that. We can figure out what the aggregate value of all of the IRAs is, and then we can calculate your required minimum distribution based on that. They get recalculated every year on December the 31st, and your factor changes for your required distribution. So that will change as 
the dates on the calendar change. All righty, very quickly now, Joseph in Appleton wants to know from you, Andy. Uh, he enjoyed the conversation that we had about annuities, and as a follow-up question, are there any minimum contributions required with annuities? Hi, Joseph. Good question. Thanks for listening. Um, so, no, I mean, there's no contributions that you have to make in any annuity. Yeah. Um, Sometimes there are minimum starting sure. amounts. Yes. And so there might be an initial premium that you have to make, whether it's 5000 10000 100 I don't know. Just depends on the company and the tool that you're using. Um, but from there, no, you don't, you're not forced to make any contributions after that. All right, very simple. So, Sam, once again, let's uh, tell our listeners what dual financial strategies can do for them as they approach retirement. Yeah, as we're as we're headed out of the show today, we just want you to know it's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary-based financial team like ours. We take a holistic approach to this, folks. We look at your entire financial picture. This is not just about the money you have saved. This is about your entire holistic retirement scenario. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we offer you a retirement lifestyle review. You can come into our Appleton office, our Green Bay office. Just give a call to Rick. He'll schedule a time to get you in. And that review is basically us listening to you. We'll have you bring some documents with you, but we're going to do a lot more listening than we are talking. A pleasant conversation. We just want to be able to address your questions, address your concerns, and see if we might be the right fit for you and if you're on the right path towards retirement. Absolutely true. And that retirement lifestyle review, while sounding simple, is actually a very uh, thorough and very it is thorough. a very, very complex uh, situation made simple by Sam, Andy, and Luke here at Dual Financial Strategies. So please give them a call, 866-203-7486. That toll-free number once again, 866-203-7486. And it's all about your retirement. And as Sam says, you can visit the Green Bay office, possibly the Appleton office, uh, anywhere you're listening to us here in the Fox Valley. And as a premium, Sam uh, is going to give you a copy of his book, Purpose Determines Placement. And that seems very self-explanatory, but if you're still a little bit confused on what that means, Sam will explain that to you when you come in and make that visit. So once again, 866-203-7486 is the number. And it's been a wonderful show, uh, guys and gals. And uh, Sam, what's your final thoughts uh, for the week? Appreciate everybody tuning in this weekend. Thanks for all of your support, and we look forward to seeing you here same time, same place next week. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.